Yeah, can't get mad if I get catfished by a bitch. I get catfished every day in the streets. These niggas ain't who they claiming to be. Motherfuckers keep on changing. Can't get mad if I get catfished by a bitch. I get catfished every day in the streets. These niggas ain't who they claiming to be. And these motherfuckers keep on changing. I'm the modern day Heath Ledger. I don't and we care back. about the stage. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. That yeah. motherfucking intro is fire. <laughs> Did the intro make you feel better? Because yeah. I feel like we just finna start this podcast some kind of way. But that brought you back. It did. You know, it balanced me out. Good. You know, that, that's one thing I can say. If 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 the people don't like what we talking about, they gonna at least love the intro. And then they gonna probably stick around. It'll be like What's that song on the intro? Let's let we just gotta play the podcast. Right. That shit. Give it a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the Not Safe for Work podcast. I am your host, Eric, aka Easy Money, and my co-host Leslie, Lady Grant, out here in these streets. Yeah, my best friend in law has joined me again to make a dope ass podcast. Hey friend. Yeah, and today we're going to talk more about our journey because uh, this podcast it is not a how to become an entrepreneur. It's more about like our journey and mm-hmm. kind of like a diary. So when we do have hosts or when we have special guests in the future, you're going to hear their what they went through becoming entrepreneurs. Honestly, that's one of the best how to's you can get. Right. Is is hearing somebody else's journey or a, a number of somebody else's journeys because then you realize that it's not all black and white, you know. You, you know what's dope though? <laughs> Cause that just the intro to the show is catfish and niggas be out here catfishing about their business and what they do. And not not saying that everybody is doing that and not not saying that everybody is doing it intentionally but what i I, it even happened to me you know like i would look at people doing business and be like damn that shit looks so glamorous like that looks nothing like what i'm doing right now so i ain't even worthy but when i got past that bullshit and i'm like (laughs) i'm gonna do it anyway and then and then and even talking to people more about their journey and seeing what they went through and seeing what what real life looks like outside of Instagram and social media and like the marketing page mm-hmm. because the marketing page is like this big beautiful thing and it attracts you like it, it, that's what it's supposed to do right you know right but uh what we what we want to do as people is kind of like make it more doable because if you hear what our journey is and you hear what their journeys are and you're a person who, you know, is on the brink of doing business and you say, well, that's the same shit I'm going through. It's like, all right, well, if they were going through the same thing and they made it, I can fucking do it. It's attainable. Absolutely. And you can you can pick and choose your pieces. You know what I mean? Right. You know that you don't have to just take this path, that there are avenues. If you get to a wall you know, you don't have to just turn right because there's a left turn. Yeah. You know, there's an escalator over there or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think this is a good way for people to to be motivated to start. Yeah. To know that, you know, starting doesn't just look like this. This is what starting can look like for Right. Anybody. And then for me, too, like, a lot of times, I, I mean, that's what I've always been attracted to, like, knowing 
what what your story is more than like not the A to Z of, of how you do your business, but like your story mm-hmm. of because for me, I'm a mental health advocate. So like anything, <laughs> anything I talk <laughs> about or hear about, I'm going to find a way to relate it to mental health. I'm with it. So like when you get to hear people's stories and their journeys, you know, like you can see the the mental side of it, like the fortitude that you had to have to do something. Absolutely, especially for our people, because one thing about our people and mental health is it's so, so, so easy to let that detract um, from what you're trying to do. Right. You know, but hearing other people, hearing humans, you know, real people tell their story and their journey. Once it's humanized, once it's not this great big thing, this great big hurdle that we have to overcome, because God knows we got enough of those. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Once it's humanized, it makes it more attainable. It takes the stress and the fear out of it. Now it's like, you know, this is something I can do because that human right there who's sitting right next to me, just like me, another person in my culture is doing it so I can do it. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. Um. I forgot what I was going to say, but you were going to start telling about your journey. I think, I think that's where we're going from here. Well, no, this is, this is what I was going to say. Uh, another reason why it's like really important for me to hear people's story is, damn, I just lost it again that quick. So I'm going to edit this whole little this part. This is the journey to telling about the journey. <laughs> Cause that's not black oh, and whitey. Okay. All right. So this is this is what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in majority of things that like you do in life, um, because you know we're humans, we've been around for thousands of years. Like in almost anything that you do in life, there's somebody who did it before you. Mm-hmm. So you you look at what they did and you try to mimic that, right? Absolutely. Um, and 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 that goes for everything, like religion, business, mm-hmm. even if, when you're working a nine to five, you generally have a supervisor or you have somebody there that trains you because they know the job. Absolutely. Well, one one reason like mental health is big for me is because that's the thing that's not accounted for. When you like when you try to go learn something and that's why it's important like for me to hear people's journey, because if you can get them talking enough, you can get them you can get them to tell you like the the battles that they had internally. Mm-hmm. And those are the those are the things that you kind of need to address. So like when you hear those things, oh, you say, well, damn, I had that same thing. It, it kind of tells you what you can, uh, what you should address in yourself before you start trying to go based off of this manual in life. That is so interesting that you would mention that because <laughs> at my current job, I'm the newest person. It's a very, very, very stressful job, both physically and mentally. Um, and I'm the newest person, and they don't quite have a very specific um training regimen you kind of learn as you go Um, but there's this one older lady there who will take the time out of what she's doing to teach you to teach you what you need to be doing and teach you how you need to be going and she did that for me so the days that I felt like I was going to give up um, she would be there you know she she would take time out of what she was doing to come find me and say hey by the way if nobody told you this is what you need to do so she would take the time out to to tell me, you know, what to do and, you know, why I should do it. Hey, make sure you take a break. 
hey, you know, don't listen to all this out here. Just focus on what you're doing and doing it right. Those types of things to encourage me. Yeah. But like you said, like I said, it was a human thing. There was a young man who came after me um, who started at this particular job and uh, she was gone. She was out on leave. She had hurt her back. And um, he was there for like a week and he quit because he was the only person who would train. So um it it's just another instance of you know when you take into account that journey and the mental health it, it yeah because <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure for that person it may be you know it might be something different but normally that's birthed out of her not having those things when she came in mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. and a lot of people you just need that person to step in well a lot of people lack it and then they just like go on being jaded (laughs) and then you know they Mm -hmm. they get that mentality where it's like i'm not gonna help nobody and then there's there's the people that you know have it in their their heart that's like i'm gonna make this better for everybody Mm -hmm. else and that's you know i'm saying that's that's kind of who we are as people is like that's what the motive behind all of this is is like you can't do this all right or you might have trouble doing this because you can do anything you want to do. Really, it's just you. Are you afraid to take that step? Right. We're going to tell you, or we're going to tell you what that step looked like for us. Right. And shine a light on it, so you right. know. Once we've shined that light, you can see what the step looks yeah. like. You know, because it, it, even like in me, like in wanting to start a business and and still like now networking and stuff. Like I see a lot of people that are really doing some dope things. And just kind of like, I don't know how I was brainwashed to believe that when people did business, it was done in secret because they didn't <laughs> want no competition and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like it used to, you know, make it a hard thing to want to approach people about that. But it's like our generation and us doing business, like just as a whole, like people in our age group and younger, it's like it's more so about like, sharing the journey or or like helping people out yeah Yeah. so you know you can actually man mentors are are like very important and i gotta get me one Uh, i have some you know passive mentors (laughs) (laughs) they probably don't even know they mentors to me you know what i'm saying i have a lot of inspiration right but like i i kind of do want to get like a specific mentor you know Mm -hmm. somebody who's going to be able to I can have a direct relationship with about what I'm, you know what I'm saying? What, what to expect, what roads to take and things like that. Cause that's what mentors do. They're, they're a person that you trust that's going to take you under their wing mm-hmm. and like help develop you into whatever you want to be. Like even, you know, as a musician, you can have a mentor as a oh, yeah. business person. You can have a mentor, like as an artist, you can have a mentor, you know? So I think those are very important. Absolutely. I look forward to being a mentor one day. Yeah. <laughs> well, we technically, you know what I'm saying? We oh, just mentors to the masses. <laughs> this is what we're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, we mentoring the mass, right. the masses. Hey, hashtag mentors. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about journeys. All right. Um, all right. So my journey started, I'd say, like, maybe uh, July of last year. Okay. Uh, I was on leave for work, uh, had some, some you know, mental issues going on, and I just needed a reboot, you know. And during that reboot, 
and going to counseling and things, I, I got some really like uplifting information. Like I, I really had a good counselor, like a really good one. I respect that so much. And like, I'm so appreciative of it, but in, and getting that counseling, like, and just like things just one day clicked for me. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, everything, I don't know. I, I, I guess I have, I decided to put down all the fears and all of that stuff. So it's like, damn, this shit I've been wanting to do for a long time. Now's the perfect time to do it. You know, uh, I went back to work and I was still working, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do my dream. So I started buying shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because, you know, when, whenever you, one of the excuses that I had was like, you know, I didn't, I wanted to get the top of the line equipment mm-hmm. and like, I was just in a space in life where I ain't have to be responsible for nobody else, but myself, you know, and when you spent like the last 10 years being responsible for people that you didn't have to be responsible for, you don't have to be responsible for them no more. Your wallet look a little bit nicer. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do a little bit more, you know, you can, you can spend a little bit more money. So, you know, I'm like, damn, I got a little little extra money here. Let me go on and invest in these microphones, you know, Mm -hmm. like, cause I always wanted to do a podcast, you know, and, but I had a lot of shit in the way. So I started buying shit and I'm like, well, I, I didn't even want to do it as a business before then. But then when them dollars started adding up, you know, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can make money off of this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I can turn this into a business and turn it into an investment more than just something I bought. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, after I started putting this stuff together, I, I hear how it sounds. It sounds really good. I'm like, damn, that's, you know, I paid that extra money, but it was worth it. You know what right. I'm saying? And then, I, you know, started listening to other podcasts, and, and I hate to be that guy, but I'm an audiophile. So, like, when I hear stuff, like, it's really important to me for it to sound really good. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, bootleg movies. I don't watch bootleg movies, not necessarily because of, the picture be fucked up. It just sound like shit. And I I won't be able to enjoy it. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to just wait. I'm going to go to the movies or I'm going to buy it on, on uh, iTunes. I was going to say DVD, but we don't do that shit no more. <laughs> First of all, don't judge DVDs because I just bought Selena on DVD the other day. Moving on. I thought you been at that shit. No, don't judge me. I ain't judging you. You know, I am judging your ass. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because we got all these goddamn smart TVs and hey, cell phones and yeah. shit that you can definitely get Selena on and play on demand, you know? Moving on. <laughs> but, yeah, so... <laughs> I, I, I seen or I, I heard a lot of podcasts and I'm just like, you know, I don't want nobody else to have to invest the amount of money that I have to invest in on these mics, but I can deliver that service to you. You can sound fucking good as shit. Like you already, you already got what you want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let the audio get in the way. And maybe that shit would only get in the way for me. But I know like when I, when I hear professional podcasts, one of the attractive things about it is it sounds good. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't have issues with the levels and things like that. But when you hear like unprofessional podcasts or, you know what I'm saying? Ones that are just starting out, you can definitely hear those things. So like I said, I wanted, I'm like, well, let me start delivering that 
to them. And I can make the shit super affordable. You know what I'm saying? Because at, at the end of the day, the amount that you pay for 10 episodes of your podcast for, you know, to work with me would be the cost of just one of these microphones. And I got four of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and so if you're uh, the type of podcast where you're going to have four guests or you're going to constantly have four people, you know what I'm saying? You've already saved that, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I provide the service for all the mics in the hourly cost. Right. So it's not like, you know, you only get an hourly for one mic. If you got four guests, you book me, I come, we record for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, so th- at this point you've gotten the audio for four people for <laughs> 10 episodes for the cost of just one mic, you know? So, and, and like, it ain't, again, it, I know I stated this a lot of times on the podcast, but it ain't really about the money. Like, I, I get so much from just, like, getting to sit down and listen to people talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. And it's like, the dope part is, is I'm learning so much shit. I hate going to school. Like, really, I hate, <laughs> like, you know, listening to a teacher talk or I hate learning under those circumstances. But just being out here recording podcasts, and shit like I get to learn so much shit that I would have never known so like that's an that's an attraction that has come along from this journey and wanting to do this as a business I understand and this this is just like a the you know the front door to my house that I'm building (laughs) you know what I'm saying because I want to provide so much stuff around media and a, a big goal is to eventually get to the point where I record enough podcasts uh, and that I can start doing video work and like offering a full service, like just media company that's not centered around like rap or singing because like in our day and age, like that stuff, that industry already exists. And I'm just not in this in, not interested in like doing that industry, but you have a lot of people like podcasts is really booming right now. It is. It has been booming for a good minute. And it's just cause everybody got something to say, but not only is podcast booming, but social media in like making short videos and things like that is booming. Well, I want to, you know, get you the 4k camera. So you look good. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not all it's the surface level, but it's just like providing taking that part out of the the hindrance and you doing that i understand that um so i get the mics i still haven't recorded my i I, you know what i lied the first thing i recorded was an episode with darius that we we never put out because at the time i didn't even i didn't even have a computer to edit the podcast on so we didn't do an intro we didn't do anything like that but i we recorded you know Mm -hmm. And one day it's probably going to come up as a, like a bonus episode or something, (laughs) you know, like a lost tape. Um, But (laughs) that'll be really hilarious. You know, I I started putting out in the atmosphere that I was doing this and like immediately, you know, uh, one of my uh, friends from childhood, you know what I'm saying? Wanted to do it. And I've been consistently recording for my homeboys podcast It's not just like me saying my homeboys podcast. That's the actual, the, title. <laughs> the actual title of the podcast. And if you go to my IG page, either one of them, um, pretty fly for a fat guy underscore 
or 121 Dreamers, you can see that podcast as well as all the other work I do. Had to take a second to plug. Always the shameless plug. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I put it out there and he wanted to do a podcast. So like I record with him every other week and it's been consistently every other week since then. And that taught me like, you know, to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. So and and now that we do our podcast, it's like we got we're we're you know, we're just starting, but we're consistently doing it. Mm-hmm. And other podcasts that I've worked with, you know, everybody is not going to be that consistent because they everybody is in different places. They got different motives. They got different desires from while they do things. But I know that this is a big thing for me, so I stay consistent in it. Um, but, yeah, that kind of fast forward bring you to now. And at this point, I'm doing like I, so I, I'm I'm. 100% recording for three podcasts All on a regular right. basis, but I have three more podcasts that I'll be recording for. Or this is a couple more possibles on top of that three, but those three seem very solid, you know, and I'll be recording for in the next few weeks. So, um, yeah, um, after doing this and sticking to it and, and like continu- continually pushing it like I have gotten clientele and I've gotten steady clientele and I'm blessed to be one of those clients you know what I'm saying that's that's the dope (laughs) thing about right (laughs) about having a business and having this equipment is because I can use it whenever I want to you know well we can use it whenever we want to all right so let's hear about (laughs) your journey (laughs) all right (laughs) just jump right in um I guess our journey started around the same time um, and honestly, it started out of a conversation that we just kind of let roll Yeah. about, you know, some things that we wanted to do just if we had, it's one of those, you know, if you had a million dollars, what would you do type yeah. conversations? <laughs> and I mean, it just kind of rolled and rolled and rolled until we kind of stumbled into some ideas and some thoughts. Um, and actually I started this journey as an event planner or so <laughs> I thought, <laughs> Um, and it, I think it was just a situation where, and I can't even say, you know, whether or not I misheard the universe or the universe needed me to hear something first before it took me where I needed to go. Um, so I started in the event planning. I was going to networking events. I got my LLC business cards. I just jumped head first into that thing. You know what I mean? Um, right after I quit my job, just out of nowhere, you know, let's just throw that in there. <laughs> so quit my job, jump head first into event planning with absolutely no experience, no knowledge. Um, and you know, I, I did it because I'm just the type of person who's going to, you know, give 110% no matter what I do. Um, and you know, I was doing it, I was trying things like that. And it slowed down, um, just, you know, trying to step my foot out into there because I don't know why. I, I can't say why. That's that's for the universe to decide. Um, but in the midst of me trying to be an event planner, um, a friend of ours passed away. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Yep. So um, a friend of ours from the marching band passed away. Um, and... You know, my husband was very, very close to him, and it hit our household 
very hard because he was a tuba player, like you and Darius both. So it just yeah. kind of, it fell really hard on our household. Um, and my immediate thought as a mother was about his daughter um, because he was very, very close to her. Um, and uh, so the idea for this program for more than a village actually hit me a long, long time ago when another very close friend of ours passed away. I mean, it's not like that long ago. That was like, what, 2015? Yeah. So the idea came upon me, you know, how the universe does. And I kind of brushed it off because of fears of, you know, feeling like I hadn't been in the marching band that long because I only marched like a year and a half and people wouldn't know who I was or know my name or, you know, I just felt like it would be weird if I started it. So I just kind of let those fears, you know, kind of flood my mind and I just brushed it off. Um, but this time it came about and uh, I don't know. It was just time, you know. Um, and so dead in my tracks from trying to be an event planner, <laughs> I uh I jump head first into into this and not the same type of head first to where I'm, you know, running out to get all these LLCs and business cards and things like that. It wasn't the same. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's because the universe wanted me to see what head first look like. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be like, don't do that right. shit again. <laughs> you know, uh, God's always got a plan. Um, but with this. It it came with such a structure in my mind because like, like you said, I had seen what the networking and the LLCs and all that was. And I knew what this needed to be at that point. Yeah. So, um, I started off with research, did a bunch of research, um, because I knew he wasn't the first, I knew that, you know, four or five years ago, another friend had passed away and had a daughter. Um, so I did some research about the recent, band members that we had that had had children and had passed away. Um, and one thing that's, you know, I don't want to say it's not big now, but one thing that was really, really big when we were in the band, um, really when y'all were in the band, cause y'all were there before me was that family orientation, you know, yeah, that, absolutely. that family feel. Um, and it's something that, you know, fingers crossed that we'll get more focused on just like you said, as social media has progressed and things like that, we've kind of gotten away from it, but we want to get back to it. So my goal with this program or the vision from God for this program is to refoster that family feel of our marching band by reaching out to these people who, you know, the families of these marching band members who have passed away and let them know that they still fall under this fold. Yeah. You know what I mean? So did the research, found out other par parents or marching hornet parents who had passed away. Um, once I uh, did that research, um, I researched how to do a business plan. Googled it. Don't <laughs> yeah. judge. Um, so I Googled what that would look like. And then I made it applicable to uh, the nonprofit that I was trying to form. 
Um, and I did all kinds of research because I think that's important when you're you're getting into a program is to do the research um, to determine whether or not this needed to be a nonprofit. Um, the difference between like nonprofit, charity, um, what was it, foundation, all of these different things. Um, I wrote up a business plan to find target market and things like that just to really make sure that this was going to be a viable program. Yeah. You know, um, I put it all on paper. I reached out to some people in the marching band um, and asked them, you know, does something like this exist? Um, can I email you, you know, what I have so you can tell you can see it and, you know, tell me whether or not you think it's going to work or not reach out to some people in the marching band who were kind of doing it already, who were kind of taking care of those kids because, you know, they might've been part of the same section, things like that. Um, so I, I did a lot of foundation work of base laying before I went into this because, uh, because I knew what it looked like when you didn't do the foundation work. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say <laughs> maybe, when you was listening to the universe and it was speaking, you heard the planner part and, you know, you the know. word preceding that was just different, right. you know, because like you said, um, sometimes we run gung ho into certain things and sometimes you just need to be bumped a little bit to the right or to the yeah. left to be running gung ho in the right direction. And I think it's definitely paid off just watching you you know and, and the, the thing is a lot of times information that you learn is relative so right. like just the things that you learned about event planning I'm pretty sure you're going to use planning events for you know more than a village definitely as well <laughs> as you know those things kind of led you 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 were kind of maybe doing a little pre-workout to how you were going to do your, your planning, your research and everything as far as your, your nonprofit. Absolutely. Um, I mean, just little things that you wouldn't think were applicable or that you understand the timing for in advance. Like, you know, I now understand that I needed to get some work under my belt before I ran out to try to incorporate, you know? Yeah. So we, we did the holiday program in December. Um, and then we're we're starting, you know, with a couple of promotions and things to get ready for birthdays and school supplies. Um, but now I know, OK, let me get some things under my belt. Let's, let me make sure the program's going to actually work out before I run out to incorporate, because with the event planning, I, I got a whole LLC and no business. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that was my journey, just kind of starting a journey falling and then getting up to realize that there was a whole plan for the reason that I fell um, and using that knowledge to, to really extend to this purpose that goes beyond me. You know what I mean? Yeah. To a purpose that it's, it's not for profit. It's not for gain or shine or anything like that. It's literally just driven by wanting to reach out to these families and let them know that they're in our fold and help to rebuild the family orientation of our marching band program. So. Yeah. And uh, just kind of how that translated into not safe for work <laughs> is that <laughs> we live together. Very much. 
I, I'm, you know, I'm homeless. And oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> by choice, it is. It is by choice. You, you know. definitely right now are homeless to make sure we not homeless. So <laughs> it's a team. It's you a team effort. But you know, um, because. I'm learning that you can have multiple podcasts, mm-hmm. but we talk and we have conversations so much. And it, and it's, yeah. it's such, I, I, I honestly, man, me being here was more about having the conversations that we have than anything, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Cause like you said, I mean, I could, I could get a place to live, you know what I'm saying? It, it would make this shit really hard, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> It make it really hard for me to do this on top of it, so I'm so blessed and so thankful for that. But at the same time, like you know, we we'd have these conversations over and over again, not about the same thing. It's always something different. Always. And it was like, well, I'm pretty sure there's things that we say to each other. Like even if even if we don't get our listeners up, which we're we're gonna get our listeners up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And if you're a listener and you stuck with us for these first, you know, three episodes, this is more so us introducing ourselves to mm-hmm. you guys. So this is not exactly how the podcast is going to be. It's just we we're both kind of open books and mm-hmm. it's very important for people to know us or in my opinion, it's important for people to know us so that when you hear us talk, you know, in the way that we normally talk, like it won't say, you know what I'm saying? You'll be able to just go straight into understanding it. Right. Versus, you know, need a lot of backstory on every single thing we talk about. Right. <laughs> but, you know, in fact, we have these conversations pretty much on a daily basis that are, are like, I mean, you know, I ain't trying to toot our horn, but. <laughs> It's some impactful shit that I feel like people can really get something from. I agree with and you. Like, inspirational. Yeah, and, and and you'll quit a job. I last time I quitted a job, it was like ten years ago, but like I want I want to quit the job, you know? So but yeah, I um I admire the fact that like you're willing to just like go into your dream. And it's like, you know, we, we, the beautiful thing about it is get, that we get to bounce our experience off each other so that we, when, when whenever we're going off in the deep end, we know that we're going off in the deep end because we got somebody we trust to, like, tell us. Absolutely. And from a unbiased place, you know. Absolutely. So uh, that's how Not Safe for Work became about. Because it's like, all right, you know, well, we got these we had these dope ass conversations and that's all podcast is for the most part if when it's multiple people you know what i'm saying they can be informative they can be just bullshit they can be you know but the dope part about podcasts is and the easy part about it is you just really just having a conversation that you would have with somebody anyway you just got mic so people can hear it so you know that's how not safe for work became a thing because absolutely and so, and that's why you know we're gonna continue. We we have these conversations every day, but you know we're gonna let the world in on these conversations because we hope that you can take something from it and it'll help you grow. Definitely, we want to be for you guys what we are to each other, which is just kind of the encouragement and the push that you need 
to exist in a not safe for work mindset. Right. You know, because that's that's like you said, that's what these conversations are for each other is us telling each other, hey, it's safe to not be safe for work. <laughs> right. Like, right. You, it's cool. Right. You, know you know can saying? step off that beaten path and do something different. Like, you know, I hear your idea and I'm not going to tell you it's crazy. Right. I'm not going to tell you, you know, no, no, no. Stay in your comfort place. No, I'm going to tell you to, you know, kick the fucking door down. Right. You know, see what and then you'll, you'll still tell me if the shit crazy. Right. Man, if that it is shit, crazy. That shit will look crazy. So um, <laughs> we'll have that conversation. We don't need to pull it back in. Right. I usually uh, don't tell you that. You, you usually tell me that. But you know, either way, either way, it's fine. <laughs> 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 it's cool. I, I, you know, I, I take it in stride. Um, but like, you know, we, we want that. We want to be that for you guys. Any of our listeners, we want you guys to know that, you know, your ideas aren't crazy. You know, if we can be crazy and achieve it and be here talking to you, then you can be a little crazy. That's all right. Yeah. I, and I also in saying that I want to also offer to the people who actually listen. Now, this is this is the the, the <laughs> front line people. You know what I'm saying? The people that was riding with us from the beginning because <laughs> I ain't going to say that later on, but, you know, you can reach out to your boy in the DM if you got, you know what I'm saying, if you need to talk about anything, like, I'm open to it, you know what I'm saying, and and if you're here on episode three, you probably, you know what I'm saying, you're a writer anyway. Oh, yeah, if you made or, it to the end of this, like. Yeah, or if you, you know what I'm saying, if you just join in the family or you just join in the podcast, like, you're in the beginning, so you, you. I feel like you're going to be a writer, too. So I, I extend that to all my peoples who listening. Again, I prefer if you hit me up on Pretty Fly for a fat guy underscore <laughs> for that. Now, if you want to get your podcast recorded, you can hit me up on any <laughs> any one of them. You know, I would put my phone number out here, but oh. I already got them damn telemarketers calling me, and I do not answer that shit unless they leave me a voicemail. So if you ever call me, on my phone number, <laughs> and I ain't answer it. Leave me a voicemail. I promise you, I call you back. I check them. Send me a text message. You know, something like that. But if you call me and you hang up, don't expect to call back. <laughs> he felt that it is. I did. About I got country and shit, and then it uh, <laughs> trigger. <laughs> <laughs> but you got anything else you want to say before we go? No, no. Just to thank you. Um, I thank you to all our listeners out there who are riding with us. We appreciate it. Um, we really do hope that, you know, you benefit from hearing about our journeys. And we hope that you benefit in the future from hearing about other people's journeys. And it helps Absolutely. encourage you to uh, start your own journey. That's the goal. We want as many people out here to be not safe for work as possible. Absolutely. And we are out with a fire-ass outro. Yeah, can't get mad if I get catfished by a bitch. I get catfished every day in the streets. These niggas ain't who they claiming to be. Motherfuckers keep on changing. Can't get mad if I get catfished by a bitch. I get catfished every day in the streets. These niggas ain't who they claiming to be. And these motherfuckers keep on changing.